What's up, guys? Welcome to the next episode of Sled Talk or the Sled Send podcast. This is episode number two. And if you're watching this on YouTube, um, you will see that we have a guest. You'll hear him here in a minute, but I would like to make an introduction to a good friend of mine and fellow riding buddy, Mr. T-Mab. What's up, Thomas? How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm super good, man. Glad to have you on the podcast. I'm excited to have you in here and talk about some sledding. Yeah, thanks for having me. Totally, dude. So, so yeah, let's just jump right into it. Uh, Tom, let's let's go right into, you know, who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? And then we'll dive into some questions about some snowmobiling stuff. All right, cool. So I'm um, Thomas Mabbitt, Hermiston, Oregon, born and raised. Uh, right now, currently, I'm an electrician apprentice. Uh, Living life, it's all good. Love hunting and snowmobiling. Those are my biggest passions. Uh, try to do that as much as I can. I guess only when the snow flies, I can ride sleds. <laughs> but uh, Super yeah. unfortunate for yeah. us. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a buzzkill, but yeah, we make do with what, what we got. Well, I mean, it just makes it that, that more important to go fucking hard during those, you know, three or four months that we do have. Oh, yeah, and have right. everything just set up before the season, like right. all new gear, new sleds, all that stuff. 100%. So speaking of new sleds. Mm-hmm. You texted me the other day. Yeah. Said that you just acquired a new sled. Yeah. So as you know, I've ride, been riding the old iron for a couple of years, a 2013 M8000 <laughs> cat. And uh, she uh, she has some wear and tear on her. She's got about 4,000 miles. Everything on that sled's been broken by me, <laughs> except for anything to do with the motors. So yeah, she's seen better days. So it's kind of hesitant on the alpha, forbidden my moms and dads. They're, they're good sleds, but I wanted the twin rail because I figured... I'm pretty good at breaking two. I'm definitely going to destroy one. <laughs> so I went the body used 2018 Mountain Cat, lower miles, so it has the new motor, new whatever. So I think it'll fit me pretty good getting a wrap ordered for it. Actually, well, we just bought a wrap, so Yeah, that's we cool. were just in the other room in the office. We just ordered a wrap. Shout out to Artifacts. Artifacts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Had to get the Coors Light in there, even though I'm drinking a Michelob now. But yeah, that's, that's all right. That's whatever. All cool. Well, cool. So yeah, so you just ordered a wrap for it. Do you have any other plans as far as what else you're going to do to it? Or yeah, I might go with some stuff? new cheetah racing bars and then exhaust for sure. Um, might do an elevate kit one day. I ordered the uh, uh, Choppa from Freshies Built, so I'm doing a seven inch tunnel cut. It's oh going to be nice. Boy. There you go. And other than that, it's going to be pretty stock. Not too much more. I was thinking about a turbo, but. I'm kind of a cheap guy, so I don't really <laughs> want to spend the money. Yeah, I don't I don't blame you, dude. It'd be super interesting to see, I mean, you know, riding with you the last couple of years, just to see what you would do with a turbo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> kind of scary a little bit, the oh. shit that you already do. Oh, yeah. No, it, ah, no I had to think about that, too, because I have a pretty bad time destroying every snowmobile I throw a leg over, so. Right. right. Yeah. So, so Tom... How long have you been riding? When was the first, how old were you? Oh, I think first time I was, well, first time I was riding was in British Columbia with my parents. I was eight months old, strapped to a backpack on my mom. They've been riding. My dad's been riding his whole life. My mom started riding when they were first got married or first got together, I should say. Sure. I think my first sled was 
mid nineties, uh, Arctic cat, kitty cat. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah. They moved <laughs> up to a one twenty, and then I had a, uh, fan cooled three forty Polaris Indie light. That was a badass sled. I wish we still had it for tearing up the fields. <laughs> thing was great. Then a phaser and a ZR four forty after that, which I loved that sled. And then an M seven, which that's when I really started getting into mountain riding. when I had the M seven. And then I got my mom's hand me down sled, which I had, I think I got when I was 15, 16. So I've been riding that sled for quite a long time, put a lot of miles on it, and I love that sled. But she's seen better days. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I've been riding my whole life, and yeah. I love it. It's just always been in my DNA. Right. And so, like, what's, what's uh, you know, like a contributing factor as to what's continuing to push you? Like, why do you want to keep riding? Like, what is it that you are so – in love with or attached to that just makes you want to continue to push the sport you know it's just it's just so much fun i describe to people especially people that ski and snowboard (laughs) and they're like oh you just don't know what it's like to be in nature and it's quiet and i'm like i get that when i'm hunting but when you're bombing through a wide open meadow just four or five feet of powder your sled's going just bobbing up and down through the powder snorkeling on a cloud yeah oh it's i can't describe the feeling it's the greatest thing ever and my other passion, hunting, do a lot of backcountry hunting, all that stuff. There was a lot of work involved. And snowmobiling to me is hardly any work, and it's just pure enjoyment the whole time. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. 100%. So, no, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. It's always fun having that conversation with even people that have never been on a sled, right, and just trying to share, come up with the, the vocabulary to share what it's actually really like to be in that moment and have that feeling, right? It's like – you just can't describe it, right? You just have to get on a sled mm-hmm. and do it. Yeah. Um, so I, I completely, completely agree with you. So um, talk about like where all have you ridden, right? So we both live here in Hermiston, mm-hmm. Oregon. And so like where are some of the areas that you have ridden? And out of those areas, where was your favorite place to ride? So just grew up riding Eastern Oregon. So Tollgate, uh, Olive Lake area, outside Enterprise, Halfway, all that kind of stuff. Grew up riding there. Um Love it. Absolutely love it. We went over to Montana uh, two years ago now. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I outside of Sealy Lake. Outside of Sealy Lake, yes. Uh, snow wasn't great, but it was <laughs> great tree riding. It was a ton of fun. And uh, I didn't you rode get, a big burn. Yeah, that was great. And I'm used to burns in some place that I ride, but nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. That was yeah. that was great. That was just as far as you can see a giant burn, and that was really fun. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get too much riding in that trip. My, uh, <laughs> like, I'll say this again. I'm, I try to save a nickel wherever I can. Sure. And, uh, well, running ethanol fuel in a snowmobile isn't the greatest choice, so my fuel lines <laughs> rotted out when we got to Montana. So I had about, I think, five hours of ride time in, and then the rest I either sat on the trail or just kicking myself. It was great. Yeah. A couple times I rode your axis and that was great yeah, loved yeah. it well and i had that second one but brian was riding that yep yeah and then the second day we came back and at, towards the end of it we had that big bonfire but yep. before that i came back early ahead of everybody mm-hmm. else and let you rip it there for a little bit oh yeah that was great um but yeah that was that was a bummer i mean quite a few people got knocked off so almost everyone blew belts yep during that trip um i blew about that trip also <laughs> yeah yeah and kobe did yeah kobe and, did but that his was, was like his belt was like super wedged in the clutches and we yep. had to take it back to brady's shop yeah it wrapped it around apart. the clutches and <laughs> my sled 
Uh, I could ride it. I couldn't, if I was facing downhill, would not run. Uphill it would. So I was at, of course, the top of the mountain when <laughs> when it all hit the fan. So I had to just kind of snorkel and ski my way down it. And then it got to the bottom, it would run. And I eventually had to tow Kobe out. So that was a lot of fun. And we were thinking it was something to do with my clutches, just the uh, clutch spacers in there. Mm. And no, it definitely wasn't that. But we got Kobe's fix. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. And Kobe's a crazy rider. He's always fun to ride with. You never know what he's going to do. Dude, he's wild. Oh, yeah. He, no care in the world goes for it, yeah. <laughs> which is great. Yeah. Well, and I think it's good, too, because then it just pushes us, too. Yeah. Right? Oh, like, totally. I think it's good. And so, like, for me, last year was really the first year that I really rode hard, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think the first time I got on a sled, I was six. Um, rode a few times when I was growing up in Montana. Um, but I didn't really get serious into riding until, you know, the last, like, two or three years, right? And mm-hmm. so prior to that, like, I was always, you know, I was breaking the number one rule of snowmobiling, which is don't ever ride by yourself, Yes, right? And I used to do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But that was before, like, I really... You know, like I knew who you were. I didn't really know who Cody was at that time. And, you know, Caden wasn't really involved into the snow stuff yet Mm -hmm. and whatnot. So I really didn't know anybody. And so I just rode by my fucking self. And so that was a big thing for me, you know, especially last year, getting around you guys and stuff. Because, you know, there's only so far that you can go as far as like a skill level, right? Like you can watch everything on YouTube and try to learn as much as you can from there Mm -hmm. and then go out and do it yourself. But then you're kind of like capped out in my opinion with your ability versus, I mean, you can continue to, you know, progress and, and get more advanced and more skillful. But if you're around other people that ride at a higher level than you that are super encouraging and there to help and teach and all that kind of stuff, like it just, it makes the path for you to get better that much quicker oh yeah right? like and you're just cutting out the i'm not a great writer or anything but the only reason i'm at where i'm at is I, because i disagree with that statement I'm, i think you're a great I'm, writer you're i'm okay crazy. i'm okay <laughs> Whatever. but uh only reason i'm at where i'm at is because i always have my dumb ass friends with me saying oh yeah let's do this let's do that or i'm like oh wow that was cool kobe i'm gonna try something but <laughs> of course i end up breaking an a-arm or something sure. every single time which is great right a lot of fun yeah it's cool totally. stuff yeah but no i think you know in all all fun and jokes, but like, it's important to do that, right. And Mm -hmm. get better and push yourself. And so speaking of that, like, what is, you know, on a, on a big level or even a small level, what is something that, you know, the last couple months, it's middle of November right now, obviously we're getting super excited to go ride and getting everything ready to go and stuff. So like, what's kind of been on your mind the last month, last couple months, as far as like you yourself, as a writer, like, what are you going to try to push yourself towards th- this up and coming season? Like, do you have like something that you want, like a certain move or, yep. or something that you want to, oh, totally. you know, hit this year? Like, what are you trying to accomplish this? Totally. Season? I want to figure out how to do a hop over. I, okay. man, I, I've been trying it the past two years and I just can't get down mm-hmm. the, uh, carving into the hill, not away, turn into the hill. And that's how you get over some mental block, sure. complete mental 100%. block. 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, bow ties and all that stuff is cool. I want to do that, but I'm not going to be Caleb Kosturki ever. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be sending off back to off mountains or nothing. Yeah. But, no, I, I just want to get better, better at tree riding, better at everything. Yeah. And I know I will. The past three years, just been getting better and better as I'm riding with friends. And so, no, I'm I'm looking forward to this year. It'll be fun. Totally. Yeah, I, I totally 100% agree the same, right? Um. There's, I have a, a probably a much longer list of things that I want to accomplish because I'm, you know, on a much lower level than, than what you are. But, and so something for me, like, 
that's interesting is, you know, I've put a couple of dollars into my sled. Oh, yeah. And it's great the, sled. the downside to that is, is that, like, there's, like, this mental state where I'm fucking scared. Oh, you don't want to break anything. To break anything. shit, right? You don't want to break nothing. fucking spend so much money. Oh, yeah. And then it makes me such a cautious rider. Right, right. right? And then it makes me that much scared to watch Cody, watch you, Kobe, whatever, mm-hmm. do go and do something. And I'm like, fuck. Like, it's not even so much the fear within myself right. or my capability. Like, I'm not afraid to fucking, like, I want to do it and head first on the fear. That way mm-hmm. I can accomplish it and get better. Yep, yep. Right? But then then my mind starts talking of, like, oh, remember that credit card bill that you paid? <laughs> and <laughs> it's funny. You've got a shit? lot of stuff on that Dude, sled. 100%. And so it, it has made me a, a really cautious rider, right? Right. But at the same time, like, this may sound kind of bad, but at the end of the day, it is just money, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, you can right. buy more parts and you can fix yep. things, sit yep. out a season, whatever, to, mm-hmm. s- to stock cash. Um, because, like, I do want to get to that next level physically, right? I do want to accomplish those things. I do want to push myself. And, and also, too, like, this year is going to give me just that much more seat time in general, right? Like I just don't have that much seat time. So being able to have the confidence in the sled that you're riding, Mm -hmm. run the reps, right? Just like working out in the gym or doing stuff at work, you know, running line wires and all the electrical stuff that you do, right? The more reps that you do it, the better you get at it, right? So same kind of thing with the snowmobiling. Um, And so that's definitely very much where I'm at. And, you know, this summer I took my sled over to Montana (laughs) to one of of the ex uh, Ice Age employees um, to cut the tunnel off. yes and, and uh, that's a little bit more of an adventure than the cats <laughs> that's cool yeah uh so we'll see you know how that is uh it was kind of awkward or not awkward but weird loading up my sled in fucking july and then just driving yep. down the highway over to montana yeah, for eight like, hours what the hell is this guy doing <laughs> right um but anyways for backstory for listeners and stuff my i have a lot of family members that still live over there in montana that's where i grew up and stuff and so i was going over there to see them and I knew that I wouldn't be back before season started, right? So I was just like, fuck it, I might as well just load the sled. Oh, totally. Link up with this guy and have him go do it. And that's not um, something you want to do half-ass. No. No. That's not. You have so to, you have to get, you got to do all that TIG and everything. And that's, you got to have All the pressure testing and all yep. that stuff. Yeah, exactly, right? Because all the other mods that are on it, I did myself. Right. Right? Like, I had to make some phone calls and stuff um, to the companies. Well, I ordered everything through Chris Brandt, so I had mm-hmm. to talk to him a couple of times for help. But... Um, but as soon as the idea of the tunnel cut came up, I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to do that myself. Like, I'm, no, nah. <laughs> so took it over and, and did that. But anyways, like that, I think that'll be a huge game changer in trying to attempt the hop overs and the bow ties and all that kind of stuff. So oh. that'll, that'll be really interesting to try out this year. But, uh, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, speaking of this season, where, where are we going to go this year? Where are we going to try to? We're going to try to do a trip back to Montana. Back to Montana. We got hit McCall. Um, oh. Got to go halfway some more. That That isn't a huge trip. But uh, Well, dude, the halfway trip didn't oh. go so well <laughs> for you. Yeah. When we went over Speaking there Speaking of the halfway trip, well, <laughs> we rode. Uh, what's that? What's the technical name of that area we were riding? What is that? The name. In, in, in La Grande, outside of La Grande. Oh, Catherine Creek. Yeah, so so we were riding Catherine Creek, and yep. it was fun. It was great, and uh, my sled started to make some weird vibrations, and I was like, you know, I got I've got four thousand miles on the sled. I think my clutch might be going out here soon. <laughs> so I loaded it up, and in the parking lot, everybody's like, "Yeah, let's go to halfway." And I was like, yeah, fuck it, let's go. Of yep. course, like that's what I was here to do. I 
wasn't working at the time. Yeah. And uh, so we loaded up, and I had my F-150 and uh, <laughs> pulling that sled. And she also had high miles on her. <laughs> that, that was a hand-me-down pickup also. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, getting we were like 10 miles outside of halfway and uh, threw the timing out of it. So I was like, okay, now my truck's going bad too. So we got to halfway, whatever. Woke stayed up that, the night there. Yeah, stayed <laughs> the night, stayed the night. I wake up. My truck barely started. It's just sitting there vibrating, smoking all over the place. And I'm like, good God, this is just fucking Thomas Mavitt shit right here. Every 100%. Single, it doesn't matter what the hell I'm doing. And even when I try to be responsible, just something stupid happens to me. And it it's karma. Like, it all boils down to me. Like, that's just who I am. Sure. Just shit happens. And uh, we're all aware. Yeah. <laughs> we, we plan accordingly. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyways, yeah. I uh, got up to the parking lot, and I barely made it up there with my pickup. And I was like, you know what? Uh, actually, I did have work in the morning. I was working at the farm. That so yeah. for the viewers, uh, I was electrician apprentice for a year, and uh, just just so they kind of get the time. 100%. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, decided I want to try out lineman school. After lineman school, wasn't working, whatever, so... Went back to work for the farm that I was working at summertime. Family, friends, great people, love them. And it was there a couple months, and I was like, you know what? I want to be an electrician again. I'd like it. And since I went back to work, I loved it. But anyway, so get up to the parking lot. I'm like, I have work in the morning, and everybody's unloading their sleds. And I'm like, God, I know what's going to happen. We're going to get way the hell back out there, and someone's going to tow me out. Someone's going to miss a day of riding it. I I didn't want that burden on my shoulders. So. Mm -hmm. I made the decision, I'm glad I did, to uh, go back that morning, try to make it back home. And I was calling buddies, Caden, so yep. your nephew. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fun stuff. My nephew? Yeah. My cousin. Your cousin, my <laughs> bad. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that just shows how dumb I am. But, uh, nope. And, uh, yeah, he has a big pickup and uh, had access to a... Uh, big trailer yeah big trailer big gooseneck and i was like hey could you meet me in the grand i don't think my pickup's gonna make it back mm-hmm. and so i going down the freeway speed limit was 70 and full pin max 50 and it's smoking i got semis passing me and it's just if anybody's <laughs> if anybody's ever had a timing chain s- skip a link especially on f-150s that i have you know it just vibrates all over the place no power nothing great time so I get it back to the Grand, and it's smoking all over the place. So we meet up at a buddy's house there. We get my pickup loaded, leave the trailer there. I had a buddy who was just so happy to be in the Grand and heading back towards Hermiston that day. He grabbed my trailer. Well, long story short, we get that back home and uh, took it off the trailer, that my pickup, parked it in front of the shop, and my dad went out to start it the next day, and it been a rod or been a valve so i mean i was done yeah i i couldn't have made it back to hermiston but yeah i've got a lot of stories about breaking shit while snowmobiling i know you do and we're gonna get into a couple of those but i just i just for the viewers right i just want to share my story of halfway (laughs) so after you left Uh it was our buddy kobe and our other buddy cody that is going to be on another episode here shortly um and then it was one of it was kobe's buddy josh 
that yep. was with us? Yeah. Not your buddy, it was yeah, no, Kobe's. Um, so there was four of us, and I'd never oh, been to Oh, hold halfway. on one sec, and keep in mind, I'm with two diehard Polaris guys. One <laughs> And Ty, Tyler was a big Polaris guy, but yep. not diehard, so the whole time in my ear, buy a fucking Polaris, <laughs> shouldn't have bought a cat, you suck, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, guys, come on. <laughs> I mean, I've got 4,000 miles. You guys get 1,500 out of yours at best. But, nah, I'm just playing. Well, no, I think I was even stuff. giving you shit about having a fucking Ford, too. Oh, so. yeah. God, Which gotta... is better than a Dodge, I suppose. But... <laughs> Anything's better than a Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, the four of us unload, and we go out there. And, you know, that was my first time in Halfway. It was fucking incredible. That oh, place is amazing. It's amazing riding. Incredible snow, mm-hmm. blue skies. Like, it was an amazing day. Yep. Um, so I just had to rub that in your face since you had to fucking drive back. <laughs> yep. Yep. But no, half, halfway was good. Good fun. Uh, definitely want to go back there again this year. Oh, totally. For sure. Um, Wasn't there a, a trailer story? Losing a trailer? I don't, yeah. that doesn't, that's on you. I don't know if that's public information. <laughs> oh no. He's <laughs> go out there. Let's just spill the beans. So, uh, <laughs> While we're on this topic of me breaking shit. <laughs> leave, leave this the last story because we'll share more stories on another episode. Okay. But leave this for the last funny story. So uh, me and Caden, we were heading to Enterprise. We've got a lot of buddies over there, and they're, they ride hard. They are very good riders, and they live 30 minutes from the snow. So after work, whatever, after school, when they were in high school, they just love Every day. Ride. Oh, yeah. lucky guys. Fuckers. Yeah, fuckers. <laughs> Anyways, well, uh, me and Caden – Bad snowstorm, and we're like, screw it. We're going. We already made this plan, but freeway was supposed to be closed. We made it up over. Well, we were driving my dad's pickup. Of course, everybody's like, man, this guy just bums off his parents. But a little bit. I mean, I live at home. Beside so. the point. Yeah, it's beside another Ford. Yeah. So. <laughs> this is 7.3, though. She runs. Okay. But uh, so the two-place trailer was my grandpa's. So he rode sleds also. And yeah. anyways, I'm not going to get into the trailer. But it was two-place trailer. We had... My sled on the driver's side, Caden's snow bike tied down with ratchet straps on the passenger side. Okay. Driving down the freeway, and I, I was going like 71, 72. It was fine. Yeah. And went to pass a semi. He was in the right lane. I get in the left, and uh, we kind of hit these bumps. We're outside of Grand, and if you're going under the overpasses, mm-hmm. there's yep. some little bumps in the road. Well, we get just – I'm – perfectly parallel in line with this semi we go over one of those bumps and feel the weight come off (laughs) boom (laughs) just fucking like this and Caden was on the phone with my buddy he's like riley i gotta go we just bounced the trailer and this thing's taking me all over the freaking road i mean right left right and i look back and i remember one time i look back and there's spark i sparks were 20 feet in the air i swear to god from that tongue dragging on that asphalt or pavement whatever (laughs) I find I'm I'm going over all over the road. I don't know how I didn't hit this semi, but I was just kind of hitting the brakes <laughs> a little bit. So a semi went blowing on past. He was probably like, "Holy shit! Yeah. Who are these hillbillies? What the fuck just happened to them?" Yeah. Anyways, I get pulled off the freeway, and we're like, "Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> Holy shit! We just lost a sled." We bail out, has turn the hazards on, and I look back, and my sled. So you got the ski bar, tying it down. Right. Parking brake was on, but with all that shit going on, it moved forward and moved off. So it was hanging off the front of the trailer <laughs> and to the side, and the left <laughs> ski was dragging down the freeway. <laughs> Caden's snow bike, of course, is in perfect condition. Like, like nothing. Uh-huh. Sure. Anyways, uh, 
So we yanked the sled off there. We kind of rolled it over, shimmied it off, whatever. There was just so much adrenaline running through me. I think I could have lifted that up with one arm if I needed to. <laughs> and I'm I'm not very strong, by the way. But And there was some shit in my pants also. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and uh, we dug all the gravel out of the tongue, and that was an adventure itself. We we had to find a screwdriver in the bed of my dad's pickup just yeah, to yeah. get the, dig the gravel out. And uh, uh, crazy thing was the only thing that broke on that was the ski tie down, the ski bar, and uh, – one of the trailer wires. It was like the left turn signal or something. Sure. But yep. that that's yeah. all it was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we got lucky. <laughs> we got lucky. And normally I'd be the guy to forget to have the uh, safety chains on the trailer. <laughs> 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 so we got really lucky there. Anyways, me and Caden got it off and we're like, okay, this isn't as bad as it looks. We finally got the trailer back on and loaded up the sled in the median of the freeway. And uh, on to Enterprise we went. We had a great weekend at riding, so... And the sled ran just fine that whole weekend. Oh, purred like a kitty. Let me tell you what. She was good. There you go. Golden. Good. Golden. Dude, that's great. Oh, my gosh. Well, tons of more stories to come. Uh, let's wrap this up. Tom, I appreciate you coming on here and giving a little introduction. Thanks for having me. You're about to be on on the next episode. So Sweet. viewers and the listeners will get to hear more of your stories and awesome. such. Um, and then, yeah, as we go throughout the season, I mean, we're just going to rack up even more stories and continue to have you on the show. And Oh, yeah, we're going to be, be in here. Two nights after our Sunday ride. <laughs> there you go. Back and you're telling stories wow, about fresh. me breaking shit. 100%. Yeah. We're going to get Jeff out there to film some of it too. So hopefully we can put some, some fuck up clips right over as we're talking about it on the oh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. see what we can see what we can come That'd up with. That'd be sick. So, all right. Well, let's wrap this up. Listeners, I appreciate you guys tuning in on whether you're on podcast or Spotify or watching on the YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe, hit the notification button, comments, all that stuff. keeps It helps us keep moving forward. And, uh, yeah, there's tons of content to come. So, again, Tom, I appreciate you jumping on here. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys on the next episode.